She she made her bed, child, down to the Cambria Hotel, and now she's laying in it. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Evan Real. And we are still recovering from our live show that was last week. That was so much fun with our ladies, Evan. Oh my God, it was such a good group of girls, Danny. I'm still just so buzzed over the the congregation of bravo bravo liberties that we had at chelsea table on stage we had some winter house girlies we had some new jersey girlies and we had some roni girlies not from the og cast not og og of our heart but definitely the og of our hearts for sure jessel and brand they will be in our hearts forever as as is the roni og cast and I feel like, Danny, this is, this is a big week for the Roni OGs. Not only do we have Roni Legacy Girls Trip premiering, but Bethany Frankel, who has <laughs> yes. an attempt to distance herself from the Roni OGs and Andy Cohen amid her reality reckoning. I was like, distancing is putting it lightly. <laughs> yeah. She has, what did she say about Andy Cohen this week, Danny? Wait. Tell the people. Didn't she say, correct me if I'm wrong, because I feel like Bethany is like the Gilmore girl speed talking where it's like miles per minute. So like I get every fourth word kind of a thing where, which I love because I talk fast too. Um, but she said that cause she ran into him at the iHeartMedia or the like jingle ball where she saw, I guess, Andy Cohen looking like how he referred to himself as a lesbian toddler. <laughs> <laughs> and it had her feeling sentimental somehow. It, yeah, it got her feeling, you know, the temperature's dropping, the sun is setting early. She was kind of like, you know, getting a little misty and wispy about the past. And she said that she always like kind of will have like love for him and respect for him. And it's kind of very interesting how this tune is changing as the reality reckoning is kind of diminishing. Like, you know, it's the holidays and feeling sentimental. There's no reason to like burn everything down to the ground there's no like it's not like i don't find andy very pleasant very charming yeah i'm like i'm literally like the miley cyrus meme like what does it mean like with with the reality reckoning fight sort of fading away despite that hulu little one hour documentary that didn't make too much of a spot i was gonna say who yeah i know i feel like no one watched it i I watched I watched a clip from it. And, you know, one of the things that stood out for me from that from that clip is uh, Bethany saying that Andy did not make her famous. He made himself famous on the backs of other women, et cetera. And that is definitely like a narrative that she's been pushing throughout the majority of this reality reckoning. But it's not the message that she was spreading after the jingle ball. She was like, I've always found Andy very charming, very amusing. We we share so many fond memories and it's just so confusing for me. And I'm sure it's confusing for him too. And she said that she didn't approach him at jingle ball. Because no. it would have been like too weird, which like at least she knows that social cue. And that I like to- would have been a little weird. Yeah, I'm shocked she didn't TikTok it. Um, I also feel it's like, she's like, it's confusing right now. I'm like, I think she's been making herself pretty clear to Andy. I can't imagine him being- too confused about any of it. But my prediction is I could see Bethany saying this and then on New Year's Eve, she does a TikTok and part of the TikTok is she's talking about her and Bryn watching Andy and Anderson on CNN. I could see that and now she's trying to just kind of get into like a good graces and probably also being like, see, and they're not drinking CNN. Like it's fun, it's fun. It's all organic, it's all natural and everything like that. And I can see that I can't imagine Andy opening a DM from her, but I think Bethany could be putting the Bravo brigade to rest. 
Well, and especially now that like Nini deleted all the Bethany photos and then Bravo and Nini started following each other again. And people are speculating that like Nini and Bravo are getting back together. I don't know. Maybe she's trying to take the Nini route and all of this. But the thing is, it's like she has said so much about Andy and like her feelings are her feelings. And I'm sure they are valid to her. Mm-hmm. But how is Andy going to forget the war that she tried to wage this year? Like, how could he ever trust her again you can't just like fight all year and then at christmas time be like i love your flannel i love the fact that you were drinking a beer backstage and now i want to be besties again it's just i don't know it like doesn't work like that and also because bethany don't be fake i don't even think andy cohen liked his flannel so don't say (laughs) i mean come on like he's an honest man you could call him out if you want to call him out bethany i'm just saying that and i feel like it kind of is energy and i don't maybe she's like reminiscing on the past so much because the legacy ladies are here to play and stay them yes yes so wait you were at the premiere party last night for girls trip roni legacy and i saw some of the clips that came out on social media i happen to be wearing ramona blue right now i i promise you it was not on purpose but ramona was in full ramona blue regalia at the party last night. What was going through your mind when she showed up? Well, it was also one of those situations where there was the whisperings where people are like, I'm like, what? How? Huh? Because no one, I mean, I kind of went in assuming it'd be Nomona, but there was Ramona, like having the time of her life with all the girls on the carpet. All the girls were very warm and receptive to her. So it seems like they still are their unit of legacy ladies. And Ramona kind of worked, she worked the room a little bit. All of them were like, all of them were doing and seemed to be having a great time. I think it kind of was like, it's my party and I'll show up if no one else wants me to. (laughs) Did you get the sense that she was invited or did she crash? Like if you had to make an educated assumption. I, from my educated assumption, both from the energy I was getting and from watching Ramona Singer for 13 years, I guess, on reality TV, I think it was a crash. It was a Dave Matthews band crash. I could have, I'm getting that hardcore. Wait, okay. What? Okay. So I'm getting that. Why? What were, what were the signals? I feel because it's like she was, because she always is giving very, like she's always over the top, but she was very much as like popping in everywhere walking around but also not really stopping to chat with people that if invited she would probably stop to chat with okay i catch your drift Mm -hmm. did she stop to chat with fans like what was the fan reaction to ramona being there i feel it was it's hard to determine the like oohs and ahs that were for individual people because she never was by herself so it's not like anybody could like Boo her, boo or yay, Ramona to get anything like that. We got a Sonia going down the stairs, round of applause. Luann going down the stairs, round of applause. But Ramona kind of just appeared with Dorinda. And then she walked around and would say like hi and hugs to fans, but only so much like, well, not really hugs. It's still Ramona Singer. Like hi, hi, but kind of like walking around to take photos in front of, because I mean, her her photos were everywhere. They had a turtle time on the wall and everything like that. So Ramona's presence was in the square so- footage. So it feels like she didn't give anybody a chance to do anything that she would not want them to do. Did you have any interactions with Ramona? I 
we were right next to each other and I did look away because I just wanted to, I wanted to end the year protecting my peace. Yes. I, I, I was like, I was like, it could go one of many different ways. And I was like, you know what? Let me just hug the Marge and Kelly Ben Simone and Kelly's lovely daughter who I, when Ramona was walking by me, I kind of was like, oh my God, you're Kelly's daughter, right? How are you? Like, and just kind of saved my energy from that. Okay. I th- yeah, I think I think it's good to to keep your energy in that safe space, especially because I will say we had Ramona do our live show in May this year. And this was, of course, before, before. all of the drama and scandal and controversy unraveled. Yes. So Danny and I choose to live in May 2000. We live in May. But I knew I was in December. Yeah. And last night. So that's why I was like, let me not be like, Ramona, yeah. Uh, wait, it was funny. There was one point. Dorinda was like, your voice gets so high sometimes. And I was like, I was like, I'm excited and gay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, honestly, Danny, sometimes you do hit octaves. That really impressed me. I'm like, is he related to Mariah Carey or oh. can he communicate with dolphins? Like, it's wait, both. I feel like I do have whistle register. So you, you're saying you feel like you're related to Mariah Carey. I mean, if Jessel can say she's Gaga, yeah, Mariah. Oh, and Jessel's father is also Michael Jackson. So that's true. I mean, and I'm he, not again. I'm not claiming him. that, and I'm not talking to Ramona at the Ugut's party, Ultimate Girls Trip party. But I feel, I mean, maybe this means that I could like release a demo one day that Lady Gaga will steal. Hey, I, <laughs> I mean, if you if you're anything like Heidi Montag, it could very well happen, Danny. You and I recently caught up with our girl Heidi Montag again after you and I did. Uh, her and Spencer's podcast earlier this year in studio at Spotify, which was such a cool experience. But now Heidi, she's promoting HydroxyCut and she is also in the midst of releasing not new music, but new music to to the world because the she's vault. It's like Taylor Swift. Vault. Yeah, just, just like Taylor Swift, Heidi Montag is dipping back into the vault from her 2010 superficial album era. And we, of course, had to have her reflect on some of the songs that never were because they went to other artists or, like you mentioned, Danny, they were stolen back from other artists. So there's a, she told us a little story about her and Lady Gaga and a song called Fashion. And you just you got to hear it, guys. <laughs> Do you know what you are doing that I love that you're doing? Heidi Montag is dipping back into that superficial vault and releasing music that you recorded back in the day that just for whatever reason did not make the cut. And after listening to your latest single, Bad Boy, I'm like, how did that not make the cut? It's so good. Thank you. I love Bad Boy. It was one of my favorite songs with the rebirth of Superficial, basically. And I'll do it becoming so internationally trendy. It's just been such a blessing this year. And so we're like, okay, well, let's bring some things out of the vault. And Bad Boy was meant to be on Superficial 2.0. You know, I didn't think that was the only album that I was ever going to put on. I just had Superficial have similar writers. And we had LP and Kathy Dennis and Stacey Barth and Steve Morales. And so it had more of a through line of a sound. So Bad Boy was going to be on a different album. But I love this song. And there are a few more in the vault coming out. And then we'll see where it goes from there. But I love music. I love pop. It's always been the biggest dream of mine. So to see it have such success has been the biggest blessing. One of the songs that I hope you put on streaming soon is your version of fashion. And look, 
I know the little monsters are going to come clawing for me after I say this, but Heidi Montag's version of fashion is far superior to Lady Gaga's. Your The production on your version of fashion is so sublime. And I will say Gaga's version of it, and come at me, little monsters, I'm ready. It sounds unfinished. <laughs> it sounds unfinished. I'm just going to say it. Take us back to that time when you and Gaga were sort of hustling over this song. It's such a crime that yours was not released. Well, I think it's interesting she never put it out, right? So why didn't just she on the soundtrack as a single? It's just on a soundtrack, though. Right. So this was supposed to be one of my main songs. And then I recorded it and Red One put out a statement of how great it was and how great he thought it was. And she lost it and freaked out. And Red One had to put out a statement like, oh, I take it back after he got like yelled at by Gaga. And it was on The View. And that was my song. And then Confessions of a Shopaholic came because they heard me have it and wanted to do the song. And I think what happened, I wasn't there, but I think she was like, nope, that's my song. I'll record it. I think that's why. And it sounds like she recorded it in 15 minutes. And she might have. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> but could we expect your version to officially drop? I can't. I don't think I can officially drop it. Okay. I, know. I know. Maybe a collab. Maybe a men fences collab. Gaga, come on, girl. Yeah, come on, Gaga. Let's mend those fences. Yes. If you apologize, <laughs> it's all good. You don't even need to apologize. Just pull me on stage. It's fine. So, well, I can't wait for Ryan Murphy's rendition of Feud, Heidi vs. Gaga. Uh, please, please, <laughs> Ryan, you are listening. We have to make that Rye. happen. Rye, Rye, we have the same last name. I mean, I can help you. I, I, I can sing backup vocals for whoever, let us know. But the feud that I feel people kind of saw brewing. <sighs> it's Well, I don't know if it's a feud or a Bermuda Triangle, not Salt Lake City of Lala, Sheena, and Ariana. Yeah, okay, so I feel like there were several visceral reactions to this Vanderpump Rules Season 11 trailer, and it really wasn't about Tom Sandoval. Well, it, it wasn't about Scandoval, really. Like, it, basically, I think the, the biggest bombshell, and I don't know if you agree with this, Danny, but the Schwartz and Sheena kiss, I felt mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. like the main situation, which I can believe and can't believe at the same time, I'm assuming I'm if I'm dating it in my head, I'm it's giving me like a 2014 moment. So I can very much assume it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like 2015, something like that. You're in your like uh like Long Island media. Oh, if you guys I'm, can see any right now, he's like tapping his temples and he's like, mm, tw 2014. It's I'm the New Jersey large. Like, wait, I'm getting a sense. Yeah. <laughs> but then the end of the trailer maybe it was arguably more shocking, was Lala speaking very candidly about Ariana's rise to fame, fortune, and success after Scandaval. And basically what she says is... I've never experienced someone who gets cheated on and suddenly she becomes God. I've never seen or I've never experienced someone being cheated on and then suddenly they turn into God, which a lot of people are interpreting as just like straight up jealousy and envy. And then Lala kind of had something to say about it by posting her bare, bare bottom on... <laughs> On Instagram, she got cheeked up on a Tuesday to let it be known that she's not jealous. It was what was the she used a Bravo quote. What was the Bravo quote she used to? Oh, she said, 
Jealous of what? Your ugly leather pants. Okay, so I think, I think, I feel like that's her being like, okay, I'm not jealous, but who and what are the ugly leather pants in this situation? Wait, why are you making that face, Danny? Danny's making a very surprised face. Because 20 minutes ago, Sheena commented five fire hearts caption, like with the, like the, well, like the thumbs up thing, whatever this is, like you go girl type of thing. Uh oh. Okay, fire hearts and a you go girl. With an okay, like caption, okay. Okay. Um, what is, how do you interpret this? Ooh, Kenya even saying ha 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 fire emojis. Okay, there's a lot of peep. Let's give it the la. I'm interpreting that, that she's like, what's funny? I, I'm interpreting it as she's saying, what am I jealous of? I look amazing, which she does look amazing. But I, I don't know if that was what people were like thinking of after watching the trailer. I mean, there there have been like whisperings that Lala and Ariana haven't been on good terms because Lala, as we mentioned, is always giving us Lala. And on yes. her Give Them Lala podcast, or on her Give Them Lala podcast, she like said some things that alluded to the fact that she and Ariana weren't good. But then when we caught up with her at BravoCon, she was like, no, we're good. No, it's, it's all Gucci. But I don't know. Now with the trailer and with this, Jealous of what? Other other pants cheeked up on a Tuesday Instagram post. I don't. Are they good? I don't know. I don't. Kind of I, like worried. I'm worried too, but I'm glad that we will be able to watch this new season both like every week, but then also watching the tweets that Candace from Potomac will be live tweeting it because you know she's gonna give her unfiltered thoughts. Um, which I'm so glad we got to chat with her this week too in support of her season two of Hush, which is actually so much fun. I love watching Candace in like an acting element because like we're used to her on Potomac, but like she's in her EGOT era. I will, yes, she's definitely entering her EGOT era. I feel like Candace, if you guys haven't seen Hush, it's it's streaming on All Black, but it just seems like acting comes so naturally to her. Like the way that she delivers a read in her confessionals is it, it, she has the same ease when delivering lines for a scripted series. I, it's she's just she's meant to be on camera, guys. Like it's she just has that it factor. But like you said, Danny, she also has those hot takes that she loves to share on Twitter. Currently, it's about Vanderpump Rules because the trailer just dropped. And you explain this sort of parallel between okay. Robin and Ariana and Lala because I explained it to Candace over Zoom. She seemed to understand it. She, I think she did. I forgot I said this. And then I was like, oh my God, I did say that. Well, well because I, it was so genius. Guys, listen I, I, to this. I'm like, because Ariana cheated on Dancing with the Stars, Broadway. She owned it. She said, my heart is broken. I'm shattered. I lost all my trust. Everyone, who's not rallying around her? We were. Robin cheated on, allegedly. Actually, I don't even know if it's allegedly now. Canada, receipt, wallet, hotel everything there's the chance for her to not just be ariana but to be like no i'm also a mother and a wife and i've been cheated on for all this time and now i am done and now i need robin is ready for the new chapter who wouldn't want to support that candace even was like i would support that but she didn't take up the opportunity yeah so listen to candace's take because robin dixon could be ariana maddox in an alternate universe one that i wish we were currently living in although 
Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish what I was gonna say. I, I'm, I'm just living in Robin as Ariana. And also, any thought that you didn't even know you were thinking, Candace says it in our full interview with her. So also stay tuned for that next week. Ariana, she has been exalted to this oh, like okay. just okay. insane status after the whole scandal. Danny was like, "What if Robin just kind of had given in?" and admitted to the rumors, she too could have had an Ariana trajectory. What do you? For sure. Absolutely. I think for sure the fans and definitely the women would have rallied around her. I'm also a ride or die girlfriend where it's like, okay, whose tires are we slashing tonight? I have, I have my rat tail coat. We can go and do we have to do like, I, like I would have supported her and I know that these girls would have rallied around her as a whole. Um, and yeah, she, she could have had her glow up and been, cause Robin is very smart and she's, she's, she was in PR. So she has like a creative mind where she's able to like turn things into lemonade when, when she's given lemons. So it's like, yeah, it, it could have been a completely different, library not even like the same book but a different library we would have been down the street in a totally different zip code talking about this but you know she 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 made her bed child down to the cambria hotel and now she's laying it <laughs> this is why everybody needs Sagittarius friends because the rider dynas <laughs> is very much that yes yes i oh my god all my sag friends i appreciate so much because they will if like your enemy is their enemy and yes they, i just oh i love oh my god it. like i you know it's funny because i'm getting ready for my birthday party yes tomorrow I, your birthday's tomorrow my birthday's Happy tomorrow birthday. yes thank you thank you so much um one of my best friends has a friend that i became friends with because it's like okay if you love them i love them and then they fell out but they kind of got back together but kind of fell out and i was like okay as i'm checking off the names on my list to send out for my party I text her, I'm like, are we still cool with so-and-so? And she's like, no. I said, okay, great. Glad I know. And I unchecked her name. And she's not coming to the party because if if you if you beefing, I'm beefing. And we're beefing. <laughs> she literally had us like speechless five times. Oh, no, uh, completely. I wish that like I lived inside her brain. Like I'm just standing there in the middle of her brain, hearing and listening and watching all of her thoughts and just going, yes, yes, yes. She's a genius. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.